All right, Wiz Kids, we're back for another podcast of Off the Bench. Jamoke okay, Davis, this time with Jacob Rame, who's uh, doing a little better health wise. Yeah, that was, that was rough last time. Uh, <laughs> and Zach Rosen joining I us. I didn't need everybody listening. Filling in for Jeremy again. He's alive, season. trust us. Yeah, Jeremy's, He's been, Jeremy's been on the road a ton lately. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll have Jeremy back for our uh, for our playoff preview for sure, which will be exciting because next uh, Thursday, n- next Thursday or Friday, or, if all goes or Wednesday, well, Wednesday if we know already, maybe we can do a little, maybe we can do it a day early if we know, we might know already. So we'll do another podcast, you know, maybe right after we know which opponent yeah, we're. Um, the I mean, we can talk a little bit about the playoff picture right now. I think that's a pretty good natural place to start. Yes, but the, the back half of the East is so cluttered. Um, so, I mean, there are legitimately, I think, five possibilities for us still right now. Yeah, and we talked in the last podcast with Eric Tebow and Chris Gehring was on there with me and Zach Rosen. The Wizards are in fourth place, 48-31, and 31, tied with Toronto. Uh, but that jumble between Miami in ninth, Indiana in eighth, Chicago in seventh, Milwaukee in sixth, Atlanta in fifth, it's going to go to the last game of the season game before we half, know who you're playing, right? Yeah. Five and nine. Yes. 11 games behind for Atlanta, 13 games behind for Miami. So that's two, two games. games total, yeah. And, and Miami has quite the schedule. And yeah. And they're in ninth. And but they play got, the Wizards they've next. They've got us twice. Yes. Um, I think Miami would really, really like us to get to 50 wins before that last game of the season. <laughs> Because I think there's a pretty good chance that if we got to 50 before that last game, we'd shut everybody down. Yeah. Of course, that would mean they'd have to lose to us once before then, too. So (laughs) maybe not, since we do have Miami twice. Yeah, Um, it's going to be interesting to see who we play. Like we're saying, we probably won't know till that last day, and the playoffs will start a few days after that. But uh, it's good to know that we're in the playoffs and that we will have home court. That's a pretty good start for where we're at. It's nice that we're not the ones fighting for this right now. Are we concerned that the team is not playing great right now, especially on the defensive end? They're six and four in their last ten. They've okay. won two in a row. I know that we're. I know that we as a team are not good enough to coast. Like we're not. We're not Golden State. We're not San Antonio. Not that. Not that a Greg Popovich team would ever coast. But like, yeah, we're not. We haven't reached that level yet. But th- I think there is a. I think there has to be a certain element of we've clinched home court. Mm-hmm. We've played so well for so long. Like. Uh, you know, and and the and then everybody starts talking about playoffs, but you still have you know five or six games left to play, and it's like I think there's a natural inclination to to you know be looking ahead at this point, and there's and there's and there's really nothing wrong with that. I mean, the only thing left to play for right now is is fifty wins, which is just a number. Yes, it would yeah. be so awesome if we got it, and I know that privately the guys really want it too, um, but. It's just it's just a number, and then the three seed versus the four, and and you know they got the win against New York last night, or as we record this on Friday afternoon, um, they didn't play great, but they got the win, and I think that I think that a lot of it is um, as you know you may have read about in the media, just a little bit defensive effort, and I fully expect that problem to go away when Game One of the playoffs comes around. And the thing is, you talk about the players won at fifty game. Mark reaching that mark for wins. There have only been five seasons, and the last season was 1978-79 that the Bullets slash Wizards won over 50 games. So not only do they get that Southeast Division, which took a long time for them to win that, but this would be a mark that hasn't been done in some time. I mean, the guys, the guys may want it. I'd love it for you know the story that we're telling yeah, for this season. Yeah. 
but I don't really care otherwise. What? Yeah, I mean, I want them to be ready and in a good state of mind for the playoffs. And if that means, and if they have to, if they have to drop, if they drop a couple games going in, but they're ready to go when game one comes around, I don't don't care. Yeah, Coach Brooks has said that as well, and he knows they want to get to fifty, but if the circumstances don't really mean as much to get that number fifty. Let's at least realize that 48 wins is the most still since that 78-79 season. 50 is just the number that people go for, and that's been that's the goal that's all right. season. It's, it's just a number. Right. It's just a number. It's just, I mean, they're all, I mean, you know, if they're, I mean, I think they'd like the three seed, and if they're still fighting for that, then we need yeah. wins. But The three seed is worth fighting for now that Cleveland is all but clinched the number one seed, and after uh, whoever wins – our series would play Cleveland as of right now. I think that gunning for the three seed over it's, Toronto is probably the goal right here because Boston doesn't look great. Their defense is slugging too, and also, I think LeBron is probably a little better than anyone Boston has to offer. I also I also want Boston for the story. Yeah. I mean, the the story between these two teams, I mean – that would be some sort of it crazy would be the tr- it would be the actual funeral for one of those two teams um, that they face each other in the playoffs. <laughs> I um I also so um I've been to I've been to most most of the NBA arenas now. Um, Boston's one I've never been to. Oh really? Yes, because of the fact that Jeremy's taking that trip every single time. <laughs> Jeremy and I started at the very at the same time at this company yeah. six, six years ago, mm-hmm. and Jeremy's taking that trip every single time with good reason. Is he's, he's, he's uh, his family lives in Boston. Yeah, and I won't regale you with we, all of my stories of Boston. <laughs> but if we if we make it, if we are playing a series with Boston, I'm going to go with Jeremy this year to get playoff basketball at the Garden. And so selfishly, I'd really like that because I think that's that's something yeah. really cool that I've never gotten. Now, to granted, experience. we're talking about TD Garden, not the Boston Garden, the classic mm-hmm. one with the parquet floor. It's still, it's, but still, it's still the energy is still electric. Right, but that that's building. what I wanted to. S- transition to is that that's one of those arenas that even though it's not that garden you go into it and it's just a different feel to it there's a different pride with that team with the history that they have of NBA championships and now this rivalry I actually thought we would have one with Cleveland but I feel like this one with Boston is just it's just taken off even Toronto isn't as good even though they swept them the last time they were in the playoffs I feel like that rivalry isn't quite there compared to what Boston has been no, I mean, uh, I think that this year the, the rivalry really developed with Boston when the two teams got into that scuffle after the game. And mm-hmm. I think since then the games have been really good, high energy. And I think that's what I think that's what the whole series would be um, if we met them. And um, it's really tough to go get wins in Boston. Yeah. And so I think for that purpose, I think that this I think this series would be really fun, even competitive. Yeah. Um, and the two teams don't like each other, and that always adds <laughs> another element to it there's an outside chance we could end up getting the second seed only two games back i wouldn't count on it but it's possible uh three to go the tiebreaker is pretty complex too if if it would be a three-way tie to a tie with boston but again toronto has the tiebreaker over us right now um but if we had a tiebreaker with boston it would go down to a bunch of tiebreakers because we would have the same conference wins and uh, division titles, so it's pretty messy. But I wouldn't expect Boston to to lose two of three against Charlotte, Brooklyn, and in, Milwaukee. In Milwaukee. Milwaukee uh, has lost three in a row. Milwaukee sliding. Yeah, I know that. I know that Zach. Real, I know that Zach really wants Milwaukee in the first round. 
<laughs> like to go visit family and see friends, but I don't. I don't know if we want to play a, a Bucks team that has nothing to lose in the first round. I don't. I actually. I mean, I don't think that any of those teams five through nine have anything to lose at this point, really. Well, maybe Indiana if Paul George decides uh, this is his last rodeo and his team gets four out in and, the first round. And the reason why I think Milwaukee is one of the hardest teams to face is I don't know. Like, is it fair to say that they're hungrier? That Paul George has been there before, you know. We've uh, lost a playoff series to Paul George. Yes, we have. I just have. think Indiana can turn it on whenever they really want because of their roster. But Milwaukee is, as you're, you guys are saying, they need to play their best to compete. So yeah. That there's and Jason Kidd there. surprisingly has been a pretty good yeah. coach. Jason Kidd's been a great coach. And I, I I was amazed that when he left, who, I don't even remember where he left to go to Milwaukee. It was Brooklyn, Brooklyn right? Yeah, yeah. He just traded. It was just randomly like I'm gone. After um, one season, I think we could one or two. If we ranked these five teams that we could play in the first round, I think Milwaukee would be near the top for who we'd want to play. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna channel my inner Jeremy here um, <laughs> because I know, I know this is his opinion, and and I, I miss him when he's when he's on the road. You know, <laughs> yes, uh, he's my better half during the season, and uh, <laughs> and um, as as Jeremy would say. I don't care who we're going to play. We're going to mess them all up. <laughs> we're going to mess them Jeremy, all up. Jeremy definitely uh, is of the opinion that none of these teams have a chance against us. We, and I, I wouldn't say they don't have a chance, but I, I agree that there would be no excuse for losing to any of these teams 5-9 through nine right now. And I, we're getting ahead of ourselves. A I guess we're not really getting ahead of no, ourselves. No, like it's, it's like three games left. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's no, like, and I think that we can't overlook that the first round isn't going to be a complete oh, cakewalk. Heck no. Heck no. Yeah, and it's, you know, so basically inside baseball t- – kind of telling you here that the Washington Wizards didn't want to do their playoff green screens until they actually clinched. So this whole past week, we've been working really hard to try to get all the player videos done. And all of the players talk about being on a mission. And I I imagine all teams do, but I like how they know what goal is in mind, but they still seem to all be loose. Nobody's tight. Nobody's, you know, getting frustrated you know even in the games I feel like there was a good rhythm in that last Knicks game you know he probably shouldn't have been down to them early but I mean I don't know I think that they're excited a, for a little while but then that game got pretty you saw the bench basically have their worst game in a long time and I was the starters were great and I think that was more important that defensively I thought the starters played a lot better yeah not I mean we're not going too deep into this Knicks game because it's not that important but I think <laughs> it, it it was a the last couple games, Charlotte, New York, the starters have really stepped up. Where I, as in the the previous games, I thought the bench was doing a lot of heavy loading, which is complete reverse from earlier in the season. But I mean, John and Brad look really healthy. The defense is coming back around because I think the effort is being re-energized a little I'm, bit. I might be in the minority, but I'm not worried about the defense in the postseason. Really? Yeah, because you think it's just. I think it's just all around the league. It's going to change. I think it's just. I think it's just it's a natural slide for a long yeah. season, and I think that I think this team is going to bring it. And the schedule has not been friendly. Uh, no, a lot the of hardest big schedule. Teams. Zach Lowe since wrote something today about the All-Star break? open shots and against how teams us. Have been hitting like forty eight yeah. percent of their open threes, which is the yeah. highest rate in the league. Mm-hmm. I read the article as well. Yeah, and yeah. he was just saying <laughs> if you look at our schedule, it's there's a reason the defense has been falling besides some effort by different players which is as Jacob's saying is going to come the season is very long and we have three more to go and I agree yeah the defense is going to come back because really our team has the length the size and the athleticism to defend 
almost every position, and so it's all effort. I tell you what, though, um, one thing, uh, one thing from the past ten games, um, and I haven't, I haven't potted in a while, so I haven't gotten, to the, <laughs> I haven't gotten on my, I haven't gotten on my soapbox in a little bit, but. The emergence, the re, I guess it's the reemergence of Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre, there we been, go. He's there been go. so good lately. <laughs> I mean, so basically, I mean, at the start of the season, he was he was playing pretty well and he was playing consistent minutes, and then middle of the season, he sort of fell out of the rotation for times. Um, especially when we got Bogdanovich, and Bogdanovich was so electric when yeah. we first acquired him. He's cooled off a little bit since then, but but Kelly's Kelly's defensive ever, and I mean, I, I'm a microcosm of that. Looking at the mm-hmm. play he made on Carmelo. At the very end yep. of the game was awesome. I mean, he locked him up. He realized, and he talked about this on on his playoff green screen too. Afterwards, we just kind of chatted about how he realized in order to get back on the court, he had to switch what he thought was important, which was I got to produce minutes. Now you see him diving on the floor, hustling the blocks, the you know, not just the steals, He's but just deflections. An factor energy yes, type guy, yes. which is like which is I think what. Oh, we all want from him right now as his offensive game still develops. He was taking his defense for granted and focusing too much on his offense during his slump, and now he's realizing that if I focus more on my defense, my offense will come with confidence from playing great defense. And he's hitting his open shots now, too. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think he's just playing good confidence all over. In his last seven games, he's averaging 12 points per game. He scored double-digit figures in six of the last seven. So if you can get that off the bench from a guy who you're mainly relying for him to lock down the other players, other team's best perimeter player, that's probably more than an X factor. That's your Igudala mm-hmm. kind of impact that the Wizards need in the playoffs against these athletic scoring teams that they may face. Heard it here first. Kelly Oubre. <laughs> Kelly Oubre. How about that, huh? Andre Iguodala, I mean, that's the type of player that really has changed his game over the years. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was an electric sto- scorer with the 76ers. And he's AI2, this, as I used to call him. And he's become this awesome defensive stopper who contributes offensively so i mean that's yeah I mean, that's a that's a nice player to mold your and game off not that kelly is but i mean the comparison is but off the bench uh i'm that's saying this of off of my head not to remember if i don't remember this correctly but i feel like he's led the bench in scoring in the past four out of five games uh something like that i mean he he's scoring in bunches him and jason smith whose volume has increased a lot I yeah. think they've really stepped up. Boyan's been struggling a little bit from beyond the arc, but he's not he's not s- stopping his shots, which I think mm-hmm. is important. He needs to keep shooting. Shooter's got to shoot. Yeah. There's the plug. And he'll come back eventually. So we got three games left. We obviously want the team to go 3-0. and <laughs> We got Miami twice and Detroit in between there, which I don't know what the heck happened I want to us Detroit. To, I, want us to, I want us to win two games. Go get to fifty and then sit everybody in the last home in, in the last road game of the season. Okay. Also, the game on the game on uh, Monday against Detroit. That's the last game at um, at the Palace before ever. their new arena. Yeah. So I mean, there there there's it's gonna be it's that's gonna be a heck of an atmosphere. Yeah. Actually, my Will McKinley that he travels with the team. He's our, the videographer for Monumental Sports Entertainment Production Department. That's the last game. Maybe he can grab me a. A seat or something. Yeah, because they're just gonna be giving out seats in the game. They're just gonna rip them out. Yeah, Actually, why not? Detroit, get a brick. They might. They, brick they by might. Brick. Yeah. <laughs> brick I'll get, brick. get something. Opener for the brigade tonight. <laughs> bring me back the like the press release from that game. Or gonna, I know they're. I know they're doing commemorative tickets. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh wow! So to get that media pass from Jeremy, that's that's a good one to have. 
that's a really good one to have. Okay, so 3-0. and They end the season with 51 wins, which would be great, which would be uh, the most wins in Fran- – the th- fourth most wins in franchise history, which pretty would be wild. exciting. That's pretty wild. It would be uh, wild. But that also means that they win one more home game. Uh, they will have most the most victories at home since the 88-89 season when the team also finished 30-11. and 11. Uh, so there's a lot they of already have 30, records being broken, right? They're at 30. Excuse right. so me. So the, if they, they win, the win, excuse they me, right? They have 31. Yeah. So, um, but the last time a, a team finished over 30 wins at home, which again, as we were talking on the last podcast that you missed, right? Those Gilbert years and Karan and Antoine, it's like, wait a minute, they never won 50 games. They never won a division title. I mean, those teams were. I mean, all due respect to those guys. I mean, I, I'm. I'm a lifelong fan of this team. Yeah. You were working here then. Yeah. Those, I mean, hot take, those teams were kind of mediocre. Really? I mean, did they ever, I mean, I don't remember us ever getting out of the first round maybe one time. Mediocre? Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, we got out of the first round. In the NBA, mediocre teams make the playoffs. 0405, that's when they beat the Bulls. Remember, Gilbert hit the game yes. winner at in Chicago, then came back here and they won. They won that series 4 2. Then they got swept by Mike. Miami, Dwayne Wade's Miami in 0405. Was, was that? Um, excuse team? me. I mean, they never Not won Dwayne the division Wade. because be of who was who else was in it. Though Dwayne and Shaq, and then they had Dwight Howard. A few Orlando, years later. right? We talked yeah. about that. Yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, the teams. I mean, the teams were fine. I mean, they were not. Maybe mediocre is harsh. Mediocre no, harsh. no, no. Because here's the thing: you are here's you are not wrong because they finished forty five and thirty seven oh four oh five oh five oh six forty two and forty, which is just barely over five hundred. That's mediocre, right? Oh six oh seven forty one and forty one, and then oh seven oh eight forty three and forty nine. It's just weird 39. to think that that team forty three and thirty nine. Excuse a me, bit, uh, maybe like slightly better than mediocre, and they only made it out of the first round once, right? Yes, and that was the first year in oh four oh five, which is I'll call that mediocre. So it's just, and this team has been far better than mediocre. This, yeah, this Wizards iteration. This is a this good year. team. It's a very good team, and it's now a deep team. It is, we'll and see what they can do. I can't wait. Uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. The end of the reg- as well. Yeah, I feel like the end of the re- the end of the regular season when you clinch and you clinch home court and you know 50 wins is nice. The three seed is nice, but we haven't really been playing for that much for a little while now. Yeah. To be fair, I mean, though all those things are nice and staying and you know. Staying mentally prepared is nice, and coming into the playoffs hot is nice. All these things are nice, but we haven't really been playing for that much for a while. And I, I mean, I'm sure that that's, I know, I'm sure that that's tough on the players. It's touch on the tough on the digital staff. You know, it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, we're we've been, we've been, we're we've ready been, for the playoffs to start. We've been Everybody working hard. Mean, the preparation has been like two months out. Where you didn't want to say playoffs, but you you would say, "Oh, we got to prepare for it. something. We got to prepare for I mean, something." When were we, I mean, when were we pretty sure we were going to make the playoffs? I mean, probably the middle of that like seventeen game home winning streak. We were like, "Oh, okay, we're going to go into the playoffs." And year. before that, I remember probably somewhere mid December, maybe when early December, when we were like, "Uh, what is this team going to do?" Well, and then we all said, "Well, they got to turn it around like now, or else we're not going to do anything." And sure enough, because it was a seventeen game home winning streak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, and then you know, you go two and three on that road trip, and you're like, okay, fine. Yeah. Okay, who cares? I mean, sure. Would you, I'd like to have been that U, in one that Utah game or the Clipper game. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'd like to, but who really? I mean, it's not a big deal. Yeah. So we're really excited uh, for the postseason. We're really excited to continue off the bench in the postseason. We're going to try should to get some special guests on you. Should we do a quick uh, favorite, uh, favorite things from the season? Regular season basically over. Sure. Okay. Quick. Favorite okay. moment, not favorite moment. Uh, Thunder here's the host. Favorite moment, yeah. No, favorite I like moment. That. I like okay, that. you go first. We'll have to, we'll have to get Jeremy's yeah. when he comes back yeah. next week. 
I would say we could do a big roundtable of this sort of stuff. Next okay, week. we can do. Well, a should we save short, it? No, we can do a short version. We'll do a quick one. Okay, I'd say my. You know, I didn't even think about it too closely, but I think I wasn't watching the Cleveland game, but it seemed like that was like a big moment, the one we won yeah. a few weeks ago. But I, you know, that that win and that those first four game, those four games of the five game road trip where we won with three double digit comebacks and the game winner by Keefe, I feel like that road trip itself as a moment, four games and five nights winning all four was like the definition of this team this season. Wow. Okay. Um, I'll say my, I think my, my, I'll go with my favorite moment of the season as being, um, John Wall shot against Chicago because the I game think winner, the game winner in Chicago, because I think, um, uh, that was, I mean, that was a night. That's obviously a nice win. Um, 19 point comeback, huge mm-hmm. comeback. And also, you know, John Wall rewriting his narrative a little bit because he'd struggled as a late game closer. And that was a huge clutch fadeaway tough shot mm-hmm. and so and I mean and then uh, you know and then he had the steal and slam in New York um, which was a late game closer and he's had he's, he's he's played the role of closer this year and I think that's that him changing that narrative is just another step in his ascension as yeah. an MVP candidate this season and he's not going to win the MVP but he could see some votes fifth and MVP in terms of in the key NBA MVP ranking? ladder right now yeah, yeah. the ladder so I was going to say the Golden State game, and then great. second Obviously place great. was going to be Cleveland. But I think I'm going to go with Clippers because you reminded me, Zach, like yeah. that was the beginning of, wait, guys, we can do this. Yeah. We can December turn it around. Game, that was game five on the 17-game home win streak. Yes, and, and, and that's when they really started. It started to click for this team to say, we can turn this around and make the playoffs. So, so that's going to be mine. Um, and we're looking forward to getting Jeremy's. We're looking forward to get Washington Wizards players on the podcast so we go to playoffs, maybe some other special guests because we're hoping to maybe, if not pod Hopefully every we'll day, maybe every other day. Playoffs. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, no, I mean, I'll pod as much as you want, Jim, okay? Okay. All right, we'll, I'll keep pushing the guys as Coach Brooks is pushing the Wizards players to, on the At court. I'll be pushing them on you, the radio, you, on you, the mic. You push us. <laughs> Brooks pushes the guys. That'll be recipe for a big playoff run. <laughs> yes, yes. I hope you enjoy the podcast, Wiz Kids Off the Bench. We always enjoy doing it, uh, and we look forward to um, all of you hopefully enjoying the listen and continue to listen through the playoffs because we are definitely looking forward to that. For Zach Rosen and Jacob Rame, I'm Jamoke Davis. Ciao for now. Thank you.